1: AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
0: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Israeli government says Hamas freeing two Americans who'd been held hostage in Gaza since the terrorists hit Israel two weeks ago. Judith Reinen and her 17-year-old daughter have now been given their freedom. The release was brokered by Qatar, which has a history of mediating between Israel and Hamas. The group, which is known to be holding more than 200 hostages, including children and the elderly, described it as a humanitarian release. Israel said it had only happened because Hamas was under intense diplomatic and military pressure. Israel's bombardment of Gaza has continued, with hundreds more people killed yesterday, according to local health officials. The UN says 1.4 million people, the majority of the population, are now homeless and at increased risk of infectious disease, with many having to drink dirty, unsafe water. And this is SRN News.
1: Mark Levin sees yet another power grab. This is an attack on the First Amendment. This is an attack on our electoral system. What you're seeing here, Jack Smith at the behest of Merrick Garland are seizing the electoral power from the American people in Congress for themselves. They are seizing the power to decide what will
3: and will not fly in elections.
1: Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: From the Genovation's Regen Weather Center just past 2 o'clock, thank you for listening to The Patriot and making it a part
4: of your weekend. Marshall here. And for today, it looks beautiful. Just increasing clouds, 58 the expected high. For tonight, mostly cloudy, the overnight low 42. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. And again, 58 the expected high. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded.
1: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great
4: to be back in Minnesota today.
1: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird.
4: Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My uh, program, the headliner edition. That's as opposed to Jack Tomzak, 3 to 5, the new guy, or uh, Brad Carlson, the closer. Uh, coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Of course, the King Banyan Radio Show. Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, sister station, AM 1440, The uh Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on at 20 years of dominating all Twin Cities media. We are benevolent despots, but despots nonetheless, uh, in all the right ways. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. By the way, uh, my, you got my name, you got my show. My current state is, I don't know if I'm fighting jet lag still, but it's just sort of on the ragged Brink of getting readjusted to life in central time after two weeks in Norway. More on that next week. Don't have time this week. Uh, full hour coming up here. Kicking off the hour with, um, again, for probably like the 10th, 15th year in a row. Uh, <laughs> I don't a, think
2: it's quite that many, but it's quite
4: it, a few. We, you, you've been popping up on the show a lot over the years, uh, John. I know uh, uh, John Augustine, the Legislative Evaluation Assembly, uh, coming in with the annual. Uh, one, one of our, our our annual traditions, the uh, Legislative Evaluation Assembly report card for the previous legislative session. Uh, just briefly, let's uh, talk about bona fides, the organization. Who is the Legislative Evaluation Assembly? Uh, why should people pay attention to them?
2: It's a nonprofit, nonpartisan uh, group of, vol- of volunteers that uh, is, exists to evaluate the state legislature and inform the. Minnesota citizens of the performance of their state government. It's been around since 1972. We're best known for putting out an annual report, at, which you can access at lea-mn.org, or you can go to our Facebook page, Legislative Evaluation As- Assembly of Minnesota. There's also a link there, yeah. and uh, so that's 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 who we are. Um, that that's really what we're known for. We don't endorse candidates or get involved in in uh, campaigns, but we do. Present awards at our annual banquet to those that score highest in the previous year's report.
4: Okay, so and and uh, yeah, we've been doing this for a while here, right now. And by the way, the link to the LEA is at uh, up now at ShotInTheDark.info. For those of you who don't remember URLs, it's up in the top paragraph of the show post. So, uh, so so, uh, tell us a little bit about this year's report, John.
2: Well, uh, one thing I can tell you is that uh, we actually expanded. The uh, printed pages. <laughs> we added four pages this year. Okay, and and uh, scored twenty three bills, which is probably the most bills that we've scored. Yeah, in, it's a huge. In quite a report. while. Yeah, and and we still left things out that we probably would have scored other years. That because there was just such a such a blitz. Yeah, of uh, of uh, le- just a revolution as far as a blitz of progressive leftist legislation that they pushed through because they had complete control yeah and no. they actually they also have complete control in in 2013-14 and we can talk a little bit about what they did then maybe but all it and what's the same similar and what's different but uh nevertheless there was a lot to uh that they that they sent through some of it really early on in the session just uh late night sessions in the winter uh people that couldn't make the banquet this year because they were uh, stuck uh, voting for driver's licenses for the uh, for the for the uh, ones that had no documentation and so forth. And uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, that's uh, let's make sure I'll we're play.
4: clear. this driver's license for people who are in the United States illegally Illegal, who yes. broke the law to come yes. to the United States. People, and now
2: people without permission please.
4: and people who will now be able to slip in and vote uh, in, in American elections now.
2: Well, not
4: legally, but they can do it. Can pull it off. I mean,
2: because you know, this there's a statewide voter registration system database that they're supposed to forward their their, uh, uh, citizenship status to that database. Uh huh. But you know, how well the statewide database keeps up the voter rolls in this state, we know it isn't that good. No, plus. With online registration, what do they ask for? They ask for a driver's license, right? Yeah. Or something. So there it is. And they made it, specifically made it indistinguishable from the standard uh, licenses that you or I can get. Yeah. Sold. Exactly. So when asked what I thought the theme of this past
4: legislative session was, I thought it was my response in, in one sentence is the same as the theme of life aboard the Titanic about an hour or two after it hit the iceberg, rising water, flooding everything its path. This this past session. I'm at a loss to think of a bigger orgy of progressive social engineering to ever get jammed through a legislature, even in California. Mm-hmm. In one session in my life, mm-hmm. California is still in a worse state, and Illinois and New York and New Jersey and, and mm-hmm. Maryland are all still in worse states than Minnesota in, in every respect. But the amount of change jammed down in this last legislative session was the most dramatic and. Uh, dizzying turn for the worst that I've ever seen since the sinking of the Titanic.
2: Yes. Yeah. The, the, the democratic socialists that you've been talking about in your show today, uh, they, they drove the agenda and the cultural Marxists with the, uh, with, with the dividing people based on their ethnicity and so forth. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, and they pushed through things rapidly on their side. Everybody was, you know, on board and except for the bonding bill that requires a supermajority, they didn't need any votes from the minority, so they didn't make any concessions to minority at all. Yeah. And so there are 10 honorees this year and 27 honorable mention, which is more than there's been re- in recent years, because there was very little that they really should have had to vote for. There was so much what they put up was not like a... A marginal whether or not you should be voting for it or not. So, yeah, if so you, if you have a it, conscience, it's an easy choice. So, uh, but that's that—that's what they did, and then on a, on a very few issues, uh, such as uh, 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 the uh, background checks and the and, quote universal and, and the, end quote background and, checks. and yeah. the and the uh, red flag bills. Yeah the the or, or emergency. Per, uh, protection orders to take away weapons and so forth yeah that where they didn't want to just have a single bill yeah that that exposed some of their a few of their people yeah then they then they put it into a giant omnibus bill yeah or like the gas tax that wasn't even in the house or Senate version of the omnibus bill when they first voted on it on the floor uh-huh. but then it went to conference committee. And they put it in there, yeah, <laughs> they index the gas tax uh indefinitely, uh to the construction cost index and so now so and then when it comes back from you know the last day of session, it comes back to the floor, and the only thing you can do it at that point is either vote up or down to reject the accept or reject the conference report. It's part of the giant transportation budget, yeah, so that's how they pushed it through.
4: Yeah. What, what do you What do you hate? Roads. Uh, yeah. What do you hate? Children. Yeah. No. It, it was It was a legislative maneuvering and procedural, well, procedural maneuvering and erosion of procedural safeguards and checks and balances that would make a Rod Begoyevich or a Huey Long proud.
2: I mean, the other thing they did is in terms on that and that side of the equation is they, the the whole checks and balances balance of power. They made it a lot easier for. Uh, a governor that has a particular progressive agenda to just push things through without any oversight. Yeah. Um, they basically assuming that the, the election changes that they made starting in 2013 and double down on this year, that, that they have the election machine put together, that their election success is fairly secure so that they can just not worry about having, uh, legislative opposition this move the progressive train faster to not just put us on the road to serfdom but on the express lane the fast track. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh so they they took uh for example in in uh okay, Governor Walls appointed a bunch of cabinet members in when he got elected in twenty nineteen. COVID hits in the COVID emergency begins in twenty twenty and carries all the way over the next year. And we saw people, unfortunately, I think at the last election, some forgot about it or, or excused it, but all the draconian tyrannical measures that were passed then. So if you wanted to send a message to, to the governor as a legislature that say that this was going too far, these, you know, try to reject the cabinet appointees, they can only do that now within the first 60 legislative days of appointment. So if that had happened in 2020 and this law had been in effect, they couldn't have, re- they couldn't have tried to re- reject the confirmation of any of the cabinet appointees. Yeah. Then you have the uh, public employee contracts. So this system has has been a mess for y- years. With, oh, yeah. Because the public employee unions try to get their uh, chief executive a, je- a chief executive friendly to. their wishes elected so the the collective bargaining has the public employee unions and on the management side a representative of the governor that they elected so there's no adversarial process anyway yeah but at least the legislature still had to ratify the agreements they would delay uh, submitting them to the legislature so they would take effect and then make them basically try to force them to make a retroactive pay cut if they didn't accept the agreement so it was a mess already but in this legislature as part of the state government bill they completely removed the ability of the legislature to even ratify the concrete contracts wow so this this is chicago level stuff here and and by the way
4: the other stories we we heard from people in inside where the democrats ran and and essentially took the, uh, the House to a great extent by, by fr- putting a bunch of people out there, lot, so-called moderates.
2: A lot more pay decisions are going to be removed from the legislature, too. I mean, the Compensation Council amendment that they passed a few years back originally just said legislative pay. This year they expanded it to all the state constitutional officers right. and the agency heads. So more so, so more and more of those decisions are being just removed from the legislature and given to appoint. A Appointees. So in theory,
4: uh, of course, So, the- checks and balances were eroded, as we just pointed out. There was one check and balance that they couldn't quite, well, in theory, they haven't been able to uh, neutralize yet. We'll talk about that when we come back from a break. By the way, we're taking questions and comments for John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. Uh, the link is up at shotinthedark.info, uh, lea-mn.org. Uh, but just go to shotinthedark.info where the show post is up and going. So go nowhere. We'll be right back.
1: Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis." Minneapolis. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive.
5: Wait, what's this?
1: Travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800 719 5601. 800 719 5601. 800 719 5601. That's 800 719 5601. pro-life
5: across america the billboard people
6: i'm sure glad you're my sister Addie. yep you're my best buddy mom says you were their little surprise what would we do without you well you'll probably get your own gum yeah
5: that's true but you're worth it hello my name is carrie i work with pro-life across america the billboard people If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible.
6: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across
3: America, the
1: Billboard people. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM
4: 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 to the number call. to call should you care to join us. In talking about this past state down legislative down session, this next song feels Oddly appropriate. The Opening theme from The Sopranos, for those of you who have forgotten. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
4: Looking at uh, at the, the House and Senate legislative leadership on the DFL side, I, I have a hard time imagining anything a whole lot more benign than a Tony Soprano or maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe Bobby Bacala in the case of, of some of the... Um, no, I can't say that. six five one two eight nine four four eighty eight. if you have questions or comments for John Augustine of the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. So, John, uh, as I hinted before the break, uh, while the DFL eroded some of the procedural checks and balances that stand in the way of a majority party and absolute dictatorship, or at least absolute power in in getting their way, there is one branch that hypothetically haven't quite subjugated yet. That would be the judicial branch. There are some Judicial court challenges to some of the uh, DFL's outrages in this past session. Would you care to uh, go through some of that for uh, the listener?
2: Okay, and that, and we, I wouldn't get our hopes up too much because well, most do. of the most of the people that are serving on those courts are were appointed by yeah. DFL executives. Although there are independent-minded people that will actually look at the law, like we had one. The former legislator, Paul Thiessen, was dissented on this recent uh, gun parts case mm. that uh, so it, it's it's not there is a little more independent thought. Anyway. That, that's
4: that's one, by the so, way, I want to talk about next week. There but, have been but, a couple uh, of good decisions by actually DFL nominated so, judges on gun cases in Minnesota so, lately. But
2: so, I think one consequence of them going as far as they did this year it, it, with all regard to you know, procedure and policy is that there are likely to be more legal challenges to some of what they did. Yeah. I mean, some have already been, are are already in the works, that the change to the various changes to expanding uh, felon voting. Yeah. Because in the Constitution, uh, Article 7 in the Constitution specifically says that felons are not to be voted unless restored to civil rights. Yeah. And that's not just the right to vote, that's, you know, be be able to move freely and, yeah. and serve on a jury, all kinds of civil rights. And so yep. that Upper Midwest Law Center has got a case. Uh, they're going, it's going to be a, October 30th in Anoka County being heard uh, because they they did this uh, knowing that language was in the Constitution and they passed this law. Anyway, not only uh, expanding felon voting uh, to pe- people not incarcerated, some technically that are still incarcerated were also given fel- the right to vote in the state government bill, people that... Are on work release or home monitoring. So think about the common sense lack thereof of that. You got people that you don't trust uh, to not be monitored outside their home, or people that have to go back to incarceration after their shift to work is done. Yeah. And yet you're going to entrust them with and let them cancel out the votes of law abiding citizens in the community.
4: Yeah. So we have people who aren't yet legally citizens, maybe never intend to become legally citizens, that can. Vote. I mean, uh, of course, it'd be illegal from to do so, but they're already here, illegal. I mean, you have felons who uh, were basically, and and by the way, su- surveys have shown that while the DFL uh, decries this idea that that uh, felons tend to vote eighty to ninety percent DFL. Shucks, who'd have figured that one out here? So, yeah, that's that's uh, we we can hope that there are some uh, j- uh, judges out there at the state or may, who knows, maybe even federal level at some point There's here some, that they, read the Constitution. They
2: passed some free speech. Uh, restrictions and regulations too that uh, that may end up being challenged in terms of uh, whether you, somebody determines their information is false or something in the course of a campaign or more uh, regulations broadening the understanding of what is express advocacy so it goes beyond just saying vote for this person or vote against this person if if you put out communication that has the has uh, appearance, the reasonable person would say it has appearance that they can expand regulation. They got the they you now have a uh, bias incident database yes. in the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. I was waiting for that. So, one. and then you've got the freedom of association, uh, which is also part of the First Amendment, at least tangentially with the uh, law enforcement. You, if they can't join unapproved groups, ext- quote unquote extremist groups. Uh, on their own time, so uh, that's another one. Uh, freedom of religion, the post-secondary enrollment options. They try to restrict. Uh, if you have a college that has a statement of faith, that they, they not have be able, they can not require the people in that program to sign a statement of faith. That's being challenged, and they're for the time being suspending enforcement of that. Yeah, but but uh, they knew that was likely to be challenged. They passed it anyway. Uh, The gender care stuff, in terms of the U.S. Constitution, you have the full faith and credit clause of the U.S. Constitution that we're supposed to respect the court rulings and decisions of other states. Yep. So, like, custody matters and so forth. Yep. Well, if someone can just uh, claim, well, they need to stay here and away from their custodial parent because this is where they can get their "Quote unquote, gender affirming care." Yeah, so that if, so it, that 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 could be a U.S. constitutional challenge.
4: One might hope, and, and and of course, that's just an egregious one right there. So, right. if a, if a parent violates a custody order in another state to bring the kids to a Minnesota to study snake handling or armed self defense or, uh, or or Jesuit history, yeah. they they will get hauled back to their home state. But and, if and they the, come here to get chemically castrated, they're protected.
2: Yeah, and the minors, they can even even in this state, if they. If they they get unrestricted rights to abortion and gender, quote unquote gender care can be considered abandoned and yeah. in need of emergency state protection. Oh. If if the family yeah. is denies access to such care.
4: Yep. So so this is th- these are things that uh, someone out there had best be uh, coming up with a challenge or. That we are, and and that's of course the 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 evil part of this whole thing is they they jammed all this stuff down knowing that it's ten times as hard to repeal stupid law as it is to pass. Yeah, it. in
2: two thousand thirteen, they doubled down on when the last time they had a complete majority, they doubled down on Obamacare, creating yeah. the miniure state exchange, and they and they changed uh, election law to make for no excuse absentee voting. And, that's right. And so forth, and they and they doubled down on election law this year.
4: And this time, they by the way, they doubled the threshold to for a uh, third party to get on the ballot from five to ten percent. Basically, making sure the Libertarians, the Greens, the marijuana parties, the the Jesse Ventura party cannot ever get on the ballot again.
2: Yeah, again, trying to solidify their lock on on electoral control, so that that so that they can. Push things through. It would
4: take a generation of complete trifectas of conservative Republicans to undo the damage that's been done. And that's the I mean, cynical I think another thing part that, with this whole thing.
2: Another thing that that is a sign that, that they're, they're confident they can keep their their absolute hold on power is the range of tax increases they passed yeah. this year. Let's talk about that. In 2013, they they passed a little uh, gift tax, and they passed, uh, what was the other thing quickly? Uh, it was the uh, although the, the sales anyway, okay, yeah, cigarette yeah. tax cigarette right? tax okay yeah. but something's not things that would necessarily have a huge impact on a whole broad cross section of people yeah whereas this year they're indexing the gas tax to inflation yeah they're making it so that school boards can renew existing levies without going back for a referendum at least one time yeah and they uh, have now in the metro area. But, New uh, transportation transit state sales, ta- uh, sales tax. Yeah, they have a new housing slush fund. New housing <laughs> sales tax. Amazon retail deliver. I mean, retail tax delivery fee. Deliveries, yep. So all these range of taxes that they push through with it in. And with with just a nominal return of any surplus, yeah, which which was huge to start out and no yeah. longer
4: is, yeah, and 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 almost an insultingly nominal built a budget
2: reserve on top of that, yeah,
4: and so we we had a quote surplus of seventeen billion dollars. By the way, they're crowing about the fact that there is a quote two billion dollars surplus. Well, yeah, when you have. Uh, five percent to seven percent inflation on the especially on the essentials of life, and that's all being taxed. You're going to get a lot of tax revenue. That's not a sign of economic health by any means. Yeah, I mean, we
2: didn't, we aren't even going to have time to talk about so many of the other things. I mean, you've got the uh the uh, school resource officer cons- oh, controversy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with the with the reasonable force restrictions or that, 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 telling law enforcement how the they can use reasonable force. Yeah, and you've got the carbon free by twenty forty mandates, which were a priority for for their leftist youth base this year, but is going to be extremely costly and unreliable. Yep, uh, the mandatory paid leave program administered by the state. Yeah, <laughs> really hurts small businesses.
4: So many unfunded mandates that are just going to ca- hit the bottom line of businesses around the set.
2: And you're seeing um, business closing accelerating. I might put state. up an A to Z list here. Sometime pretty soon. But, but meanwhile, we have a, quite a bit of information on the website, that lea-mn.org So let's
4: talk about the report card itself. Now, as we've talked about these report cards in the past... Uh, we have a number of great uh, great legislators with near perfect scores here. I mean, have good friends of the show: Cal Barr, Steve Daskowski, Eric Lucero, others with you know, very uh, Walter Hudson, Mary friends with really solid scores. Of course, that's a byproduct of of being in the minority when you can vote on pure principle, knowing uh, an absolute rock solid principle, knowing that uh, you have to because uh, the the other side right. is. There, gonna... there,
2: there, there's a core that have that seem to do it regardless. Yeah of whether they're in the majority or minority but they it get the the pool of people that will vote on principle gets a lot bigger when there's than when they have no impact on the legislation at all when there's was, no negative which was g- basically the case this year for almost everything except the bonding bill yeah so this is uh that that's that's the that's the but, up and down side of there, these there report cards there are people that didn't do too well i mean we had somebody yeah. if you if you take a look at this report we had somebody who who the one bill first bill walls ever vetoed on micromanaging uh Right here companies yeah. we actually had a republican that voted for that holy cow yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> there's some cleanup to be done in in the party. And of course a
4: bad vote on one issue doesn't know but, so there's, there's, but a you'll find but,
2: more if you look through the report
4: and and it's a big report indeed you, you had to add four pages just a lot of stuff in here i'm gonna have to go through this here uh in my spare time uh, john augustine of legislation uh, legislative evaluation assembly the link is at shotinthedark.info but one more time the link to the uh, website uh www.lea-mn.org lea-mn.org and of course it's a shot in the dark to info on the show post call entitled i heard it on the narn uh john we will have to do this again sometime soon next year and if you get that a to z list up let me know because i definitely want to link that at shot in the dark when that happens all right absolutely so, uh, by the way I, I thank you for joining us here uh, go to lea-mn.org Uh, When we come back, uh, Charles Kuklens. I'm I'm hoping I'm not massacring the name here. I'm cursed by actually speaking German, so I pronounce it the old-fashioned way. We'll get corrected on that notably here. He's a libertarian candidate for legislature here in the greater South Metro. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
5: If you're like me, hair isn't just hair. Because hair is confidence. Hair is identity. Hair is everything. And I love that I can find beauty steals of 50% off by hair care must-haves like Lola V and Color Wow. Amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from Redken and Living Proof. And new product launches from my favorite brands like Dyson and Way. All at Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event. Happening now until October 21st. So hurry! Shop in store online or try pickup pick up today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions may apply. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning.
2: The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy. 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com.
5: What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over half a million current war fighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are Helping Veterans Heal. Together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans.
0: Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM
4: 12 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the Patriot Half Off Deals program saves you 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half off the top of, say, uh, breathe, freedom from nicotine. You can kick the habit, save tons of dough when you uh, quit smoking, chewing, vaping, whatever ails you. It's a smart investment in your well being. Go to am 12 thepatriotcom click on Half Off Deals. the number to call, should you care to join us. Us, in this case, being my next guest, uh, Charles Kuklentz. Uh, libertarian Party candidate for the Minnesota State House in District Fifty Two B. I think I got everything right there. Yeah, absolutely, you did. That, that, that minor awesome. in German just keeps on paying <laughs> d- dividends here. Welcome, thanks for joining us here today. Yeah. Uh, so, Charles, you are a, a Libertarian candidate for the Minnesota State House, and I will tell you why I find that an encouraging sign in just a moment here. Because I'm fundam—I'm not a member of the Libertarian Party per se, but I am fundamentally disposed towards. About 75% of libertarian ideals, and, and let's focus on the part of the Venn chart where we agree here over the next half hour here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your bona fides, and what on earth prompted you to do this.
7: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, kind of got – it just so happened to you know be my district that – uh, came up for a special election. Ruth Richardson yes. resigned her seat. That's right. And uh, so Governor Walls issued a special election. I was the chair of the Libertarian Party in Minnesota last year. Uh, and, you know, I've always talked about Libertarian Party needs to be able to run candidates. Yeah. Uh, and this special election popping up in my district was kind of fortuitous. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to kind of gather a lot of people that we've, you know, been in contact with over the past couple of years to come out and gather signatures, enough signatures for me to get on the ballot. And that's an
4: amazing process because it's not easy to do. I've I've I ran as a libertarian in 1998 for state treasurer, and somehow the party managed to get the over the threshold to get me on the statewide ballot. Back then, it was just like, wow, that's a ton of work. And it's pers- I mean p- um, proportionally, it's a much bigger job because you're talking 500. 500- I need 2000 statewide to get on the ballot. You needed 500 in one legislative district. That's the challenge. Of course, you are within uh, a couple miles of Kara Schultz. So, magic happened. You got uh, wet, you blew the number away.
7: Yeah, we did. We we had a a tremendous response from from our volunteers within within the party. And um you know, it was it was kind of interesting to see when we're gathering signatures and asking people we don't even have to ask them anymore. They're they're basically right. willing to say we need somebody else on the ballot. Oh yeah. And so uh, having the option to be able to put more people on the ballot, I believe is is one of the big takeaways that I'm that I'm having from this special election, uh, especially in the wake of like you mentioned in the past segment, um, you know the increase of major party threshold. Yeah. By you know the the. The, lo- the locking
4: out of third parties that, even, <laughs> that overperform, like Jesse Ventura's party did. Right. Exactly, exactly. Well, I, it's what, what I find so encouraging, and we'll talk about your policies and what, you, what you're favoring here and why people should vote for you in a moment here, uh, especially over the DFL or that will no doubt be <laughs> uh, put forward here shortly, but... Uh, one of the things I find encouraging about about your candidacy and 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 the and the existence of people like Kara and some of the other libertarians, particularly in Crystal, where you have a libertarian conservative uh, tradition building up up there bit by bit, uh, is that for decades, including my entire exposure to the party, you had people running for president and governor, <laughs> and and nobody running for all the offices that actually affect people's lives. And and I used to say to Ron Paul supporters back in the day, the only way Ron Paul, with no congressional support, is going to get any of his agenda passed through is is by having, basically forming an absolute libertarian dictatorship and forcing liberty on people against their will. Which
7: is completely antithetical to liberty. <laughs> exactly. And so actually try to get
4: people in the state. You, you got it. Not yeah. everyone does. It's actually affecting legislation in cities like Burnsville, as Kara as has led, and in and Crystal, which has become a little gem of sanity in a, in an in a otherwise polluted, bizarre metro area, uh, is, is a wonderful thing to see. So c- kudos for that.
7: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that Cara, I talked to Kara right before I was you know, making the decision to, to jump into this race. And, yeah. um, you know, one of the biggest benefits of getting out there and talking to people is just letting them know that there is a there is. More libertarian freedom movements going on in different air different pockets of the twin Cities and, yeah. and just different uh you know municipalities yeah uh, and there's people out there to get in touch with yeah and, and and there are and
4: while it is a stretch, there are people out there who are willing to be convinced so let's talk about convincing people let's tell a, sure. a little bit about why people should vote for charles ku for fifty two b in the special election coming up
7: yeah, I think one of the one of the my greatest qualities is is the ability to be able to listen to other sides and dissenting opinions yeah. and have an agreeable conversation with them. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really missing in our politics right now. It, the the polar opposites are just too far apart. Yeah. Um, even talking with some of the legislators that legislators that we have in office now. Uh, they they don't have relationships with opposition. No, um, so Quite. the great sort has moved to the capital <laughs> in spades. Absolutely, it, it absolutely has. And I think, um, you know, as I as I'm out campaigning and just having conversations with people, I've had a couple, I've had uh, one of the most recent things that happened was I had a, a DFL activist that had a con- we had a conversation, and she basically said, "Well, I think I I've been reading over the Libertarian." Policies and their their platform, and uh, I really think I'm libertarian. She's been a DFL activist for fifteen over fifteen years. Yeah. Um. And so people are willing to have those conversations and see the other side. I just I think everybody's kind of in their echo chamber right now, especially with you know all of the Trump stuff going on, all the Biden stuff going on. There's just people that that see different modes of media, mm-hmm. and we are not reconciling. No. So if we can just have an open conversation and say, you know, great, tell me what you're seeing. I'll tell you what I'm seeing. And we can agree to disagree at yeah. some point. Uh, but we've got to work together and able to pass, you know, competent legislation. So.
4: And of course, before any of that happens, you got to win elections, because as as my Republican friends learned the hard way. Uh, if you don't win elections, it's all, wind, all of your principles are wind and sails if the other side can jam everything down on you at will. And Absolutely. that's exactly what's happened. So let's talk a little bit about what you, as a libertarian candidate for an actual office— uh, support I have way too much exposure to libertarian the libertarian debate club at the meetings but actually getting out there <laughs> in front of people is where the rubber hit meets the road so let 's talk a little bit about uh, why people should consider you for yeah this, this I, hopefully
7: thing. I bring a little bit of fiscal sanity to uh, our current budgetary uh, issues what does that look like if you're in office <laughs> um, if i 'm in office essentially Looking at, I mean, everybody says it. This is it's the old cliche of looking at fraud, waste, and abuse, right? Right. Um, but I think that I mean, I think that's pretty prevalent nowadays. As we've seen in this last year, um, it's not a, it's not a, it's a target-rich environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so when you start seeing those things and just trying to call the question, yeah, why are we doing this at a state level? Uh, are there things that can be pushed back to a, a really more local level where they should be handled? Yeah, uh, I think we're making the state. State government a little too much in uh, in control of how municipalities munis- municipalities spend their money. Oh yeah, and and of course in
4: in, in terms of state control over local uh, local activities, of course the big one and the one that's getting oh uh, that has been a flashpoint nationwide uh, where the notion of liberty, perhaps not in as many words, but the idea of freedom and self determination is. The most in the headlines is education. Of course, that's the state's biggest single budget item. It is the single biggest wealth transfer from taxpayers to the special interests and the the government nonprofit industrial complex. And uh, th- there are people out there who are generally concerned about the collapse of Minnesota schools and the absolute need, crying need for, for, for choice. Yeah, absolutely. For liberty,
7: really. Absolutely. Uh, I'm all for school choice and uh i mean we we look at the expenditures that we've drastically inflated the budget for our schools, <laughs> right oh yeah, and the return is non existent, yeah, right, we're actually decreasing in score in overall scores we're uh, getting
4: less for our money on education than just about any uh, and that's allowing for government inflation of services like healthcare, retirement absolutely uh, a post-secondary education and so forth it, it is so w- w- what specific policy do you see yourself getting behind if you are sitting out there in a in a committee meeting here god willing in saint paul in the next uh, <laughs> next, next legislative <laughs> session
7: you know I'd, I'd really have to look but the the school choice ones are, are definitely I, I would like to see some movement on the way we uh, function in school districts, maybe bringing it back to more ISD-centered uh, okay. so they can make individual decisions as a school district okay. versus the overall push of maybe a, a a school union or a PAC or something like that.
4: So right. if, God willing, you win this election, the special election to replace Ruth Richardson coming yes. up here, you'll be going to St. Paul and sitting on committees uh, facing off a, a, a slim majority. right. Uh, of uh, Democrats who are firmly committed to uh, centralizing power, centralizing budget, accreting more power and resources and transfers unto themselves, and a Republican Party that is pushing back hard, not always effectively, and uh, but when you're the minority, you can only do so much. <laughs> you can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so how do you see yourselves operating in an environment like that as, God willing, a lone libertarian yeah, exactly. in, in,
7: in, a, in a very hostile pool? I think... Um one of the biggest things that maybe an advantage from my standpoint is I wouldn't be a, you know, default vote for any side. Right. Um, so I could play a little bit of the middle ground and be able to have those conversations. Obviously my vote at a, I think a 69 to 61 split right now in the house is not going to, uh, traditionally affect the outcome. Yeah. But at least we can have those conversations from uh, a standpoint where right now the, the DFL and the GOP are just not even talking to each other. It's it, And I, it's a sad thing to see because I think it's really only these minor, very far uh, on the outside legislators that are creating this kind of scenario. Um, so I think there are more people that are, that are starting to be disaffected with the way things were pushed through mm-hmm. in the last session yeah. that are willing to have those more center-grounded, conversations
4: we'll talk more about that and take questions from you in the audience at 651-289-4488 when we come back we're talking with uh charles kuklentz libertarian candidate to replace uh the recently departed er, nothing serious <laughs> just resigned to take another job ruth richardson in uh, district 52b uh 651-289-4488 the number to call uh, don't know where we'll be right back
1: Wake up with the Patriots' Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at getmy That's the number three, getmy3quotes.com.
3: Standard Water Control Systems, your local waterproofing company, serving customers in Minnesota and western Wisconsin since 1977. They install and service basement waterproofing, provide foundation repair and stabilization, egress windows and radon mitigation. Save $200 off waterproofing, foundation repair and egress windows. $50 off radon mitigation. Standard Water installs year-round. Support your local waterproofing company. Standard Water. Visit standardwater.com, standardwater.com. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this
0: radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We are always on. Ringing liberty and truth. We are Freedom 1570.
3: of most of our aches and pains and I've loved it for years now almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it worked for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain free, should be to order the three week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. dollars 95 Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Hugh Hewitt here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and AMBER alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply.
5: Frighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group.
7: AM
4: 1280 to Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. I have a libertarian on the show. I figure I had to have at least one piece of music inspired by the writings of, of Ayn Rand, I mean, I just feel it's appropriate. Six five one two eight nine four four eight H, the number to call. That was a out to the guys in my band; they're all Rush fans. And uh, what the heck, we 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 cover two bases at once. We're talking with uh, with Charles Kuklentz, uh libertarian candidate for the Minnesota State House. In the special election coming up when's this election coming up December 5th here? December 5th in 52b which uh, roughly
7: 52b is where it's near here it is near here so it's it's Egan uh, basically the east side of Egan side of and Egan. Mendota Mendota Heights
4: the the, the the posh part of Egan. okay yeah I did there i 'm from saint paul they 're all posh. at anyway, rate, so love it uh, yeah let 's talk a little bit about running a campaign what you're, i mean obviously the goal is to get elected, but I mean you are a let 's just say a third party candidate, maybe a fourth or fifth party candidate in sure. Minnesota. Uh, but the libertarians have been around for a while and they've actually had a little bit of luck in this part. Oh, no, not luck. They've put in a lot of hard work and got some results in this general part of the metro. And that's uh, something I never thought I'd see. Uh, so talk a little bit about running a, uh, how you run a campaign uh, to actually get somewhere uh, as a libertarian.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the plan essentially is to, to talk to as many people as possible right now, just to Open up the conversation and um, basically just listen to what's going on right now and 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 their their most important topics. Um, but it, it, like you're right, I, you know, Kara's been a tremendous help. She's had her team yeah. uh, of people that have helped her through through elections, and, and we're kind of tag teaming on this and and really kind of pushing forward with the the traditional, you know, get out meet people. We're taking a survey, uh, do a little bit of mailings. Um, Actual retail politics, which is something that, that, God love them, but it's something the Libertarian Party
4: has always been atrocious at, and yet here we are, and people, uh, Kara and and the folks up in Crystal, have been doing it well for a a good decade now, and it's, it's something that that libertarians said for that matter conservatives should uh, especially in the metro here really should uh, learn a lesson from and and sh- and take to heart so yeah, yeah absolutely
7: i, I think uh, actually as i was exiting as the the chair of the party i i gave a you know a, a decent speech last convention uh yeah. you know about what it's going to take to actually affect politics from yeah. uh, maybe a liberty-based or a freedom-based uh, ideology. Yeah. And, and really, it's going to take the next 20 years of of gathering people and doing things consistently. It's yeah. not going to happen overnight. Um, and so it's getting people involved in the local elections, in the school boards, in the city councils, and, and basically uh, having a say at those local levels as well. Uh, before we get up to the bigger elections. Now yeah. we we have to run those bigger elections in order to be, you know, make people aware that there is a freedom or libertarian, liberty based uh, coalition somewhere, or, or a group of people that are just willing to be able to vote and and really get out and knock on doors and have conversations with people.
4: Absolutely, and and that's that's something that. That, that's that's great to hear. It's great to hear that there is a, a an actual move to, to stress that sort of campaigning in the Libertarian Party. It's something that that, that has been direly needed as long as I've been involved in politics. Absolutely. So this is absolutely fantastic. So, uh, what, what's uh, how, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you: How do people find out more about your campaign? You have a website, yeah? Uh, I've got, got a
7: website. It's Kuchlens K-U-C-H-L-E-N-Z, dot com.
4: Kuklens4MN.com. Conventional spelling. Okay. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll post that shot in the dark, that info, as soon as I get a minute to okay, uh, cool. to, to get that out here then. So, uh, so, so tell us a little bit about, I mean, have you started the door-to-door, the meeting, the actual going out and meeting people
7: yet? Absolutely. What are Absolutely. you hearing? What are you hearing um, from people? So a, a lot of what, I've got basically a survey, and I'll, I'll share these results after I'm done with kind of where people are at. So awesome. I've started basically a survey on our walking app um, just to ask people three questions. Uh, number one is what is their take on a scale one to ten how well do they think the state legislature is doing I'm yeah take a drink real quick
4: absolutely no and I, and I bet you're getting some interesting results on top of that question here because i i have a hunch that i mean with a little luck there are some people out here in some of these purplish districts like this who are going i voted for what
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's uh there's surprising there's a lot of people that are maybe disaffected that, that would have been higher before. Yeah. Uh, they'll give the caveat and say, look, I'm typically in line with what happened, but um, maybe they're raking it a little bit lower. Uh, the other question is essentially, what's your number one topic that you want the state legislature to adjust in the next session? Yeah. Um, and it really comes it, kind of all over the place right now with climate control, with um, you know uh, spending. Yeah. Um, so I, I get a mix of that, and it, it'll be interesting to rate see where people on different, like spectrums are, yeah. Uh, and then the last is really: Did you know there was a special election coming up? Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I can see why they they want to soft pedal the news, just because I mean these have they have such terribly low turnout anyway. And I remember I remember running uh, working on a campaign in a special election in Saint Paul years ago, and it was a Republican running to replace a senator who'd resigned to go make money in the in the nonprofit industrial sector. And uh, and we did the numbers. It's like if a quarter of the people who had turned out that previous fall to vote for Tom Emmer had turned out to vote for our special election candidate, it would have been a Republican landslide yep. in the middle of St. Paul. And yet they won't do it. No. And and of course that's that's the the lack of news is by design. Of course, in a district like this, where the DFL just wants to quietly put another apparatchik in there to replace the disgraceful
7: Ruth Richardson. So <laughs> well, I think it, I mean it, absolutely it's it, but it even goes further because right now we've got what a general election coming up in November. Oh yeah, right? yeah, and then so that'll be school board. So everyone's getting inundated with that. Yep. Uh, then they have a DFL primary November sixteenth. Yep. So there's a primary that all the DFL members need to vote at, but then the special election, December 5th. So yep. I think the, the typical 10% turnout for special elections is going to be even less. Yeah. Uh, so it'll really come down to essentially like you know 800 to 1000 votes 800
4: to 1000 votes and it's 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 a cliche in elections it's all a matter of getting out the vote in the case of a libertarian in a purple district uh like this it's a matter of finding the vote <laughs> convincing people to uh, do the unthinkable and vote for a libertarian and yep. and uh, have you heard that from people yet it's just like what libertarian what 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 I mean
7: have you run across much of that yet? i've i've i ha- absolutely have um however a lot of the people um that are saying that would probably tend to vote more conservative as well. Yeah. So it is what it is. But I I, I am meeting people that are uh, very liberal that just don't like what the DFL is doing. That that's an
4: interesting conundrum about libertarianism because when I was in the party, it was it was a confluence of shooters. <laughs> And smokers, right, right. Guns and weed, and yep. and the gun guys were people like me, and the weed guys were people like had, had dropped in out of a Grateful Dead concert, and and yet there's a, a little less cliched version of that dynamic to be to be played out there. There are people on both sides who are unthrilled. Uh, for better or worse, with both parties, and uh, and there is opportunity to be had, as people like Kara have found. Uh, Charles Kuchlens, we are up against the the, the time here. Uh, perhaps we can talk again before December for the uh, before the uh, special election here. I do offer equal time to all the other parties as well here. But the website, one more time:
7: kuchlenzform dot com.
4: I will post that at Shot in the Dark Dead Info. Uh, Charles, thank you for coming out here. And again, DFL, GOP, send me your people. I am uh, contractually obligated to offer you equal time. I'm more than happy to do so. Thanks for tuning in. Jack Tomzak up next. God bless you all. God bless America. Dear Israel, kick ass.
0: Robbinsdale Women's Center has made a mission-critical decision. With more women seeking RWC services, they have outgrown their space, and moving significantly increases the reach and visibility to abortion-minded women while expanding the life-affirming mission. The clinic's new location is in Crystal. A ministry of RWC, Crystal Women's Clinic brings hope through Jesus and is a trusted resource for women facing unplanned pregnancies. Join the cause at rwcinfo.org. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters that can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com. Forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station.
2: Unlock
7: a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Kerry Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise,
0: stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your
7: eyes. Learn more by visiting Dr. Kerry Gelb Com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B.
6: Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. I want to take a moment and think of one thing that you really wanted to do recently, but you did not because your back, leg, or foot pain got in the way. Mike Max here for the Good Feed Store. Well, you're not alone. We hear it all the time. Folks fed up with living with the pain that's been keeping them from doing what they love, looking to Good Feet for a solution. Goodfeet is here to help you get back out there. Goodfeet Art Supports from the Goodfeet Store. They're designed to alleviate, even eliminate, back, hip, and foot pain, plus provide improved balance, more comfort, and, well, a better life in general. Let Goodfeet show you how they can help turn your pain into possibilities with a free fitting at the Goodfeet Store. You'll be personally fit by an art support specialist, and you'll walk around, see how they feel. Then you decide if they're right for you before you buy. With three Twin Cities locations, there's likely one just a hop, skip, and uh, you know what from you. Call 855 554 today or schedule online at goodfeet.com. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast.
1: History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts